everyone and welcome back to my podcast where today I am talking about William Wordsworth as a romantic poet. So this is the final and last segment of today's podcast. In the previous three segments, I have spoken about romanticism. I've spoken about William Wordsworth. And in the previous one, I spoke about the poem, uh, The Table's Turned. And in this one, I'm going to do the poem, Lines Written in Early Spring. So like I said before, if you haven't paid attention or if you haven't listened to the earlier segments, Romanticism fixates on and focuses on glorifying nature and that is one of the key elements of romantic poetry and that is one of the things William Wordsworth did best. So I've picked poems that beautifully express um, William Wordsworth's love for nature and how he um, is trying to push forward the idea and the concept of appreciating your environment and appreciating your surroundings and being present and being um, ominous and knowing what is around you. So the first poem that I did was The Table's Turns and now we're going to do the next poem. So like I did in the previous segment, I'm going to recite the poem first and then we will do a short analysis and look at the poem, um, do a sort of overview on it. All right, here goes. Lines written in early spring. I heard a thousand blended notes while in a grove I sate reclined. In that sweet mood when pleasant thoughts bring sad thoughts to the mind. To her fair works did nature link the human soul that through me ran. And much it grieved my heart to think what man has made of man. Through primrose tufts in that green bower, the periwinkle trailed its wreaths and kissed my faith that every flower enjoy the air it breathes. The birds around me hopped and played, their thoughts I cannot measure, but the last motion which they made, it seemed a thrill of pleasure. The building twigs spread out their fan to catch the breezy air, and I must think, do all I can, that there was pleasure there. In this belief from heaven be sent, if such be nature's holy plan, have I not reason to lament what man has made of man? Oh man, what a beautiful poem. All right, so let's get into it. Again, over here, I think right off the bat, we can tell that he's talking about nature. It's literally in um, the title of the poem, Lines Written in Early Spring. Spring is obviously um, uh, weather is different uh, weather my god spring is definitely a season and that has to do with nature so he's talking about hearing thousand blended notes while in a grove i say it reclined so we know that the narrator or in this case the poet the narrator is sitting uh in a grove he's surrounded by trees he's near a lake and um he's saying that in while he's in that sweet mood and he has all these pleasant my uh pleasant thoughts he's then overcome by (coughs) sorry sorry i'm so sorry he is then overcome by sad thoughts and he's saying um nature made such did such beautiful things and the human soul ran through that and he it hurt him um to think about what man has made of man so here we can see that while he's appreciating nature he's also thinking about men and he is not and he hasn't said what man has made of nature he's saying what man has made of man what we as human beings are doing to ourselves 
as a society the changes that we are bringing upon ourselves not only is it affecting the environment and is it affecting nature that is one thing but what is it doing to ourselves what is our greed is our ambition um is our seeking for whatever it is that man is looking for look what it is doing to us look what it's doing to ourselves right we're ruining society and we're ruining humanity as a whole because of our if it is not the consequences of our own actions like they say what we are doing is adversely affecting ourselves if not the future generations to come it is affecting us so this is what this is these are the thoughts that are overtaking his mind and then he's talking about nature he's saying to primrose tufts the periwinkle is laid everywhere and he's saying that it is his faith that every flower is enjoying the air that it breathes so as we know william wordsworth loved nature and he william wordsworth believes that if you are close to nature you are close it is as close good as being close to god so that is what he associates nature with is he holds it in such high regard that he believes that if you're close to nature it is as good as being close to god like that that's the next closest thing to to being close to god it's it's what he believed he's not imposing that on anyone else and like he said it is my faith that every flower enjoys the air it breathes and then he talks about the birds and how they are hopping around and playing around he's saying i can't measure their thoughts but from the way they're moving around just from their motion it seems like they're enjoying themselves the budding twigs spread out their fan to catch the breezy air and i must think do all i can that there was pleasure there he's trying to find pleasure and trying to look at nature in such a way as to not think anything negative of it he's like whatever the actions whatever it is that i'm seeing i believe and i'm putting my faith into it and i'm putting my faith into the faith into the universe and i believe that whatever it is that i'm seeing they're doing because they love it and they're doing it because they have fun the flowers are blooming and the flowers are smiling because they're enjoying themselves all these twigs that are spread about they're catching breezy air and there's pleasure in this and then he says if this belief from heaven be sent if such be nature's holy plan have i not reason to lament what man has made of man he is saying if if um, this is what nature this, if this is what heaven is sending to me and if this is what nature's whole plan is do i if nature is not if if this is what nature is meant to be if nature is meant to be happy and pleasurable and something to enjoy and to love do i not have reason is there is there no right in my reason to believe and to feel sad for what man has made of man So fun fact this poem was written around the time of the French Revolution and that is I I mentioned in uh the first episode the first segment of this poem that the French Revolution and the Industrial Revolution and all those revolutions brought about so many changes especially in the field of art and expression of art where people weren't able to express themselves freely there were so many restrictions there was the fear of not being accepted of being a minority of your work not being good enough and um that's what he's he's saying like look at how society has changed look at how these revolutions have changed society it's like a silent cry for help this poem not for him but he's just saying for humanity itself he's like wake up look at what's happening see how nature is so happy and look at what man is doing to themselves look at society sit back and think about the consequences of your actions and not how they affect other people but how they're affecting you and how all this greed and money and everything that we're looking for and everything that we're running after and we 
don't stop to smell the roses and to smell the flowers and to enjoy the life around us we're so dedicated towards reaching that end goal that we're ready to ruin everything on that path just to get there and so that's this poem that's at least that's how i'm analyzing it of course you're you're free to look at it the way you want to but i definitely think that within between um wordsworth's lines of his poetry he's always it's always trying to tell us like stop stop don't go too fast like sit back enjoy look at look at nature look at the environment look how beautiful it is and we're going way too fast and we're not going to we're not going to have this anymore to enjoy we're not going to have nature to always look at and enjoy because we're going way too fast and we're ruining ourselves we're ruining the people around us and we just need to be free and express ourselves and you know just appreciate the world for what it is i could go on and on about this but i'm going on a tangent so anyway that is the end of today's podcast might be a little lengthy it might be a little over the top unnecessary explanations but thank you for sticking around and thank you for listening and i will catch you next time goodbye